1: Humans, after 12 years, we have parted ways with the corporate networks. We are taking it to the next level with our own independent platform, improvforhumans.com. We're not just continuing the show. We have created a hub for you all to go deeper into the craft of improv with me, Brett, and all the guests that you love so much from Improper Humans, along with a ton of new exclusive podcast and content. Not only will you still find new ad-supported episodes available free every week, as always, but now with our new Rule of Four subscription, only $40 for a year, $4 a month, you get ad-free new episodes every week with bonus scenes. Exclusive access to the entire back catalog. That's over 600 episodes. All ad-free. Four brand new improv education podcasts I call Professor Besser, where I will break down classic improv for human scenes, take questions from the members-only Discord, explore, debate the craft with other improv experts. Have you heard me talk with Will Hines and Ian Roberts yet? And I have also uploaded My vault of VHS tapes from the the stone ages, the 90s, the early aughts featuring tons of never seen footage, as well as what I believe to be the greatest comedy movies that I will share with you, with other guests, sketches, performances, stand-up bits. Wait till you see this all on Professor Besser. Plus, I have this whole other feed. The Best Taste in the Universe, where I deep dive with guests on music and sci-fi. On that, just whole separate feed, but it's all part of the rule of four subscription. Plus, you get all four of our premium limited series Brett and I made with all-star casts, including Stolen Idea, My Dead Wife, The Robot Car, The States of Perfection, and Besser Versus The Audience. And for the first time ever... All of our content can be listened to virtually any podcast app. Gone are the days of needing separate apps to get all this stuff. The sign-up process could not be easier. It just takes one step, one tap to import each of our feeds into your app. And then you can just listen like any other show. All this for $4 a month individually or $40 for an entire year. That's two months of savings. Humans, $40 for one year right now. Humans, you know, leaving the corporate network I mentioned earlier, that makes producing a podcast with three paid guests not as easy, but it is a labor of love for Brett and I. By subscribing, not only are you allowing us to make new episodes, you're supporting our ensemble and empowering all sorts of new content that's already up for you to take a taste of. Just for $4, go taste it, humans. If nothing else... You won't have to hear this message again. So go to improvforhumans.com and sign up now.
0: Human, you are entering an improvised comedy show, restricted to humans only. Improv for humans with Matt Besser. Based on your suggestions and other sources of inspiration, Matt and guests will perform fully improvised scenes. Today's episode features human guests.
1: Will Hines, Neil Casey, Surprise Guests. Welcome to Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. That is me, Brett. Keep this going. How could we have not used Mr. Newman, Mr. Gary Newman, before? Hello, Neil. Hello, Will. Hello, Hello Will. Matt. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. <laughs> <laughs> there he I'll is. I'll retell this story. Maybe do a scene just right off of it. So I'm in Santa Fe. Why am I there? I'm in Santa Fe a lot because my parents used to live there. But I can't. This is as an adult. And not so long ago, probably 10 years ago. And I'm at this barbecue place. I think it's called the cowgirl. And, uh, and, you know, they have a karaoke night where they take, it's a rather small place, you know, maybe 30 tables. And for karaoke night, they probably remove like two tables in a corner and set up a mic. So one day we're, we're eating there, and just all of a sudden they start doing this process. And we didn't know there was karaoke mic or karaoke night. So we're basically the table that ends up just basically next to the mic. Cause just imagine being at a restaurant and all of a sudden karaoke night transforms around you and you're in the front row. Um, so and I was like, all right, whatever. This will be interesting. And uh, I forgot what the first two people sang, something typical. But then this third guy got up, you know, he's dressed in all black. And instead of using one of the karaoke tracks that comes along with the lyrics, you can see on the screen, he put, he is, I've never seen this. Maybe this is something that's done at karaoke nights, but he puts his own CD, just a regular CD in And he's just gonna sing over Gary (laughs) Newman. Have you guys seen that before? Is that a thing? No, No. I don't think so. (laughs) So, because it wasn't, it was like this new. Well, I'm spoiling my story. So he goes, "I'm gonna." Basically, the song wasn't on the karaoke machine. He's like, "I'm gonna sing a Gary Newman song," and I and I went, (laughs) "I went all right." In cars. <laughs> I'm front row and I think I'm supporting this guy. And he goes, No, not in cars. It's one of the new Gary Newman songs. Because <laughs> he's still going, he's still cranking it out. And then he sang over a Gary Newman track. Hey, Hillary.
2: Hi, you guys. Sorry about that.
1: No problem. We're in the show right now. Welcome, Hillary, special guest. I billed you as a special surprise guest. Hillary wow. I hope no
2: one's disappointed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and uh I just told a story about going to a karaoke night or or becoming part of a karaoke uh, night at a restaurant and thinking I'm supporting a guy and I, I I yell a song by Gary Newman, his classic song. But then this guy just sings over a CD track of a newer <laughs> song, which uh, was rather distracting. But uh, let's do a scene on that. Excuse me, um,
3: waiter, waiter, yes? um, could you? Uh, I've got a Tupperware container here. Could you take this in the back kitchen and heat it up? Um, this is the food I would like to eat here tonight.
4: This is your own food you brought?
3: This, this is the food I brought here. This is brand
4: new recipe. <laughs> rice um, and I see rice in there. Well, I see some... it's
3: more that there's a lot more going on in there than just rice. There's rice, there's beans, and there's, well, like there's mainly a, rice. There's a lot of rice, but there's a lot of flavor. You know what? <laughs> just take it back there. You. This is so new that mm-hmm. you really wouldn't get it.
4: Rice I, and beans is the old dish. I'm really not supposed to do this. Not uh, uh, again. You you already bought a cocktail. I'm fine. It's not about the money thing. It's I a, bought a
3: cocktail and I yeah. will pay you for the equivalent
4: meal. But this is what I want it's to the eat. Co- it's the health department thing, you know.
3: Well, I'm going to eat it, right? So I'm liable uh, for whatever. I'm not. Yeah, asking but you to once give it goes in house. our kitchen,
4: then we're li- then once it goes in our kitchen, then we're actually liable. Well, no, no matter how novel, no matter how novel a recipe it is,
3: not just um, novel, good.
4: It's frowned upon. Um, you know, there's a lot of different types of uh, who's frowning.
3: Don't use the passive voice. Are you? Are you imposing your authority on me? I'm not frowning. I'm. <laughs> You're in sm- favor of it? Then just do it. Hey pal, I'll tip you thirty oh, percent. All right. You know, I'll, I run a junkyard. Do you know how much money I make?
1: You run the junkyard. S- so later, after, after the <laughs> thirty percent tip, he is out there with his own meal <laughs> and the next to. Mm. Honey, what's that guy eating right there? Hey, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Is it on the menu? Is that
3: on... Where is that on the menu? It smells good. It's brand new. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know of it. It's a new... That's what I'm asking. It's a new rice and and... beans recipe. Oh, Oh, where is it on the menu?
2: Yeah. And what's new about the standard... Sage.
3: Have you heard of the spice sage? I have. Yeah. Well, this is loaded with sage. Most people are scared to put sage in their rice, but... The chef that I work with, uh, who a lot of people had written off, he's still going strong. And this is a new recipe. In this kit, the as guy as this here, stuff. huh? The guy no, here, like not say. the guy here. I don't not mean to
2: here. be a wet blanket, but isn't this a health code violation of some kind?
3: What? it for everybody here? A lawyer? Are we near a law school or something like that? What's 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 going on? I don't know if it's a healthcare violation. Hey, I got I got some news for you. We all jaywalk. We break laws that we don't think are
1: just. I never jaywalk.
3: You've never jaywalked? Oh, no. I'll okay, well, you don't corner. ever break some minor small laws that just happen to be silly in the situation which technically they're being enforced?
1: Yeah, I guess I do that sometimes. Okay, all right. So Honey. maybe it's a
3: health code violation. I'm only giving it to myself. So I'm, here. you know what? But t- take a bite of it.
1: Uh, that's definitely a health With code your own violation. spoon, just from this side of the dish. Okay, if it's from that side with my own spoon, do you want some of my spoon that I'm getting, honey? Yes, okay, here you go. <laughs> and uh can I put in some uh entrees for you guys? Oh. Um, we'll have yeah. some of that what he's having the
4: sage mm-hmm. rice
1: sage the, beans sage
4: beans mm. the the stuff I microwaved in the back as a one- time favor for this guy. Just
3: let me back in your kitchen i'll I'll take over.
4: Our chef's not going to appreciate that.
3: Well, i just please. think you you need an expert to be curating what you're offering. Did you
4: hear the specials? We've got good stuff. We've got. I duck heard them.
2: No, yes, yes, and we love uh, we love duck confit because we hate ducks. But please, can you just me too? Do this by for the rest? way, yeah, there. Just give it a rest, ducks. Uh, yeah. uh, please maybe we'll throw the ducks in the trash
1: and get of us this stuff. i
2: I'm not going
4: to
1: yeah. do. I'm not going to go back and tell the
4: chef that instead of cooking the duck legs in its own fat. That he should throw him in the trash and (laughs) slam a bunch of sage into rice. I'm not going to do that. He's had a rough week. What is this?
3: We cut back to the kitchen. What is this? What's that? I'm somebody else. What is this?
5: What's going on?
4: They want you to. They don't want any of the specials. They don't want any of the specials. You told them the special. Yeah, I told him the special, the duck comfort. You tell them the I slice comfort. the
3: duck's neck? Tell them I slice the duck's neck.
4: They don't like the duck. They would be happy to hear that. They don't <laughs> want the duck. They want it in the we trash. We screw over the ducks. They want you to make a dish that's mostly rice, a few beans, and, and just an insane amount of sage. <laughs>
3: no, that's, it's, that's crazy. I never, yep. I'm very moderate with sage. That is the dogma of good cooking. Moderate sage.
4: Sage you, in moderation. Tell, don't of use this. Don't Any the culinary school voice.
1: will teach that. Back at the table. Okay. Okay. I get that. Look, can we just come back in the kitchen, see a few ducks getting killed, and, and we'll take the rice the way the chef wants to make it? We don't need all the sage. We just really came here for dead duck or ducks dying.
4: Most of the ducks that I know are dead. He might have one more he can kill in front of you, if you'll excuse. And I, you know, that I have other tables. Just, just cards on the table. I have other tables. So give me <laughs> one second. I'm going to go to the back. <laughs>
3: Okay, good. What they say? I. They want to watch you. I'm kill not doing any other orders until duck. this is resolved.
4: What do they want? I wish you would. I wish you would, because table fourteen, they asked for the poutine.
3: I don't care about anybody besides me winning this interaction. <laughs>
4: they want to watch you slice the duck's neck. They That's don't want to eat the duck, and then they want to come in and cook rice in your kitchen.
3: Oh, you, you. As long as I don't have to break
4: my. If this personal- is fine with you. I'd love to be out of it. I'd Bring love him to in. Just come back. Get okay. Right, you're in the, No, me. but you're in this. You bring him in. You stay in the middle. here. I don't You stay be in the middle. here. Okay. I'm, you're I'm a gonna, witness. I'm going to go out and talk to them. Excuse me. I'll be here. I'm not doing anything. <clears throat> uh, the chef says you can come back and uh, watch him kill a duck and uh, w- w- everything else you want to do.
1: And I'm going oh, go
4: so to go to my other tables if that's all right with everybody.
1: This is fantastic. Come on! It usually, all right, takes
3: welcome us in. Much- you guys, you guys, you want to see I, the duck killed?
2: Yes, that's what they, you want. Yeah, yeah, yes, we'd love that.
3: Nobody kills a duck like me. Nobody. You hate duck?
2: Yeah, we, we love really them. We really
3: do. They shit all over a park. Near all right, most house. of the ducks here are dead. But you see this one here? I got one oh, live. One. You see this guy? Look at that <laughs> fucker! Look at I'm this smug. Look at this smug guy! Every, think about it, every oh, cartoon look, 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 duck. I
1: got a little white band around my
3: neck. Yeah, I, I can know, exactly. walk
2: on land and float in the water with my butt. Ooh,
3: I, I like to migrate and my dick is a corkscrew. Whatever. <laughs> Listen. No <laughs> <So> true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I got to tell you, out of respect, I make it a fair fight and I have to box him to death. It's not what? fair for me just to use a knife or a weapon that he doesn't have available to him. So I beat him with my body. All these ducks, I killed an... One-on-one combat. Okay. How are we doing we on were, that poutine? We're behind. We're behind. We haven't <laughs> okay. started. I haven't okay. started the poutine. All right. Tell I'll the tell poutine them a couple to more wait. Minutes. Tell they're going to sleep a lot tonight after they eat it. They got time.
1: I thought we agreed on slicing the duck's neck at the end. I think, I think once my wife and finished, I are looking forward to seeing the blood. You'll see. Oh, it. Okay. I'm going to humiliate the duck.
3: In one-on-one combat, and then has a killing stroke, like a gladiator, I will slice its throat for you, the emperor, the customer's pleasure. Okay, come here. Oh, God, this one's feisty. All right, come on. Are you okay? No, yes, I've got it. You're bleeding.
1: Oh, he got your eye. Oh, fuck, he got your eyeball. We cut to the hospital. <laughs> hey, have you have you found the eyeball? Has the eyeball been located?
3: Um, no, we haven't um we haven't found the eyeball of the man you brought in yet. Yes. The chef you brought in? Yes. No, we haven't found the eyeball.
1: We haven't found it. <laughs> we got to the cleaning crew that have been looking for the eyeball for 5 hours. Boss, I'm sorry. i don't understand
2: how this is part of our job. <laughs> this isn't part of our job. I
1: thought we we're just supposed to clean up, not look we for things. We can clean up
2: the blood. We're not supposed to locate any body parts.
1: I found a marble, um, an old salt shaker. I Come
2: on. A marble might we, We're do done
4: it.
1: cleaning. We got to go.
4: We really need you to look for the chef's eyeball. Why? <laughs> I just... We just need it. it. If it's an eyeball, can survive outside of the human body for up to a day and a half. So if there's any chance we can find it rolling around anywhere on the ground, we need to. All right, I we think cut to next week. It.
3: We cut to next week. Back in the kitchen, the chef with one eyeball is back at work. <laughs> hey, waiter, come here. Yeah. Come here. Listen, you know I have no depth perception anymore because I right. have one eye.
4: You, yeah, we talked about it.
3: Look at this dish. Tell me. Yeah. Is it arranged correctly? I, mean, I can't see front to. Back. It looks like a flat.
4: You're worried about that. It's too that it's there's something oddly deep about. It, I space that it wrong because it, it all looks is, bad from like a, on the z-axis. Like, like, yes. You're afraid it looks bad. I'm afraid it looks, it looks fine bad. to me. Here, I, I'll know, look at it. For, you know, you could just kind of bend your head down and look at it from the side. I can't do that. And look at it up in depth. Well, you could. you don't know to. how to do it. Well, you're gonna have to.
1: Because we, we cut, cut to an hour can. later, and that same waiter is being called over to a table. Excuse me, waiter. Yes. I was eating my pea soup, mm-hmm. and there's an eyeball in my soup. There is. Okay, stay here.
4: <laughs> I didn't order eyeball in my soup. I'm sure you didn't. This is a long story, but the chef, it's the chef's eyeball. Well, I hope it's the one he lost. I'll check with him. If Hopefully, he's still got one eye in his head. It better it's- be the
1: one he lost if it's one of them.
4: But, but you, I didn't order this. I, you, I'm going to get you, believe me, I'm going to get you a fresh pea soup. No problem, <laughs> because I'm very grateful that you found it without chewing on it or popping it. Because, again, especially in a way. I had it in my like mouth soup, and
1: I spit it back out, but I never, I never
4: brought my teeth down on it. You didn't crunch it. You didn't pop it like a grape. No,
1: I thought it was a
4: cherry tomato
1: at first
4: That makes perfect sense to me, in pea soup Well,
1: either way (laughs) Well, I thought it was a giant pea And I was like, no, peas aren't this big Maybe it's a cherry tomato And I said, no, it's an eyeball Or a
4: chickpea It would be a big chickpea It would be the size of a big Excuse me, Justin, I don't (laughs) want to I'm going to get this back to the its owner. Uh
1: and the chef me. is raging in the kitchen. He's just talk nah. about all the depth. Chef! Uh, I can't do
3: anything. Chef. Everything's missing the chef. plates. What? Chef.
4: Yes.
1: Yes. I I got
4: good news for you. Oh is that put, Here's looking oh, at you. Pop it in. <laughs> right back in? Yeah. I don't think that's how it works. The doctors said bring it back to the. The doctors were pretty clear to bring it back to the hospital. I think we'll just try it real quick. You don't know. I don't want to. Hi, so many tables. Sorry to
2: interrupt. I'm from the health department. (laughs) Oh. Oh, uh, Uh Yeah, I saw that whole little display with the soup and the old woman's Uh eyeball getting all mixed up in it, and Uh I have to say. I heard that there were microwaved sage rice beans last week, and we're going to have to downgrade you for that.
0: What? Your one-word suggestion from Discord.
1: Right now, I'm going to go to one-word suggestion. I'm going to give you guys three words to pick one of them. Ticks. Ticks. Got a tick story, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. shucker story. Guess <laughs> that's a salesperson or perturb. All my stories, Concern, Perturb.
4: I like the tick.
1: Go for it. You, any Did you G- say you G- had a tick Because
4: I got a shucker one. Oh no! Please go for the shucker. <laughs> I was racking my brain. I'll, I, I'll,
3: I'll tell you a story, but I got to warn you that my life is boring. But um. Shucker reminds me of corn, like shucking corn. And um, that makes me think of corn mazes where people will, you know, they'll cut mazes into cornfields around Halloween that you can like go. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but um, in my mind, I pictured the corn mazes as these like the corns towering over your head and you're like kind of lost in a cornfield finding yeah. your way out in kind of an exciting sort of, I don't know, mythical puzzle. But I did one in Eastern Pennsylvania and it was like the lamest version. I brought like, I was in college. I brought a friend of mine. I was like, we're going to go do a corn maze. This will be so cool. I thought it'd be like the the hedge maze in the shining where Jack yeah. Nicholson's like running around. Um, no, but this was like the corn came up to like your torso. You could see over the whole thing. It wasn't even as big as like half a tennis court. Maybe it was like half a tennis court. And you just it was almost like a decor like you walked through like a took you like 30 seconds. Um and I, I we had driven like forty-five minutes from oh, the University of Connecticut. No. And I felt so <laughs> stupid. And then we're just there in a cornfield. It was just supposed to be for and everybody else there was a kid. It was just like local kids would come, and there was that's like, the
1: best detail. How far you drove, how psyched yeah. you were to see it, and when you were walking up to it, could you tell perspective yes, while so how early, short I was it like, was? I hope
3: that's is that it. And then I was too embarrassed. It was a friend of mine on my dorm mm-hmm. floor who I didn't know that well. Like we had sort of just bonded over like REM or something. Like, just like <laughs> <laughs> and I. I was like, oh, this is a cool thing. We got to go try. And I just was convinced it would be something it wasn't. Even the farmers or the person running it was like embarrassed on my behalf. Everyone else was kids in costumes and we were just two So we cut to old. this
1: maze and <laughs> for kids it's meant for the the corn is tall. They can't see above. So it's perfect. It's awesome. They are lost and um will his his roommate's gone back to the to the car because he's frustrated and will There's an adult right there. Mister? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're a little scared. Uh-huh. And we were wondering if we could have your help. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be happy to. Okay. There is a bully chasing us and Wait, we right actually now? Yeah, through this maze. Actually he was chasing us before and we escaped into the maze hoping we could lose him here, but now Okay, I heard I him, and, but we can't see him. If you could, I see him. Help, I can us. see him.
2: Where are you? Uh,
1: he's uh, he's come wearing out, like
2: come out wherever you are.
3: He's wearing a all denim, like a denim jacket, tight
1: jeans. Yeah, two packs of cigarettes. How how old are you, kids? Uh, ten. You know, just uh, like it says on the sign for to be in the maze, oh, ten oh or dear. under. I didn't see that sign. Yeah, I'm nine and a half. Next year, we won't be able to do the maze. A lot of 10-year-olds from around the county really get excited about this maze because next year, you're too tall for it. Can't come anymore. This bully looks pretty tough. He's, like, punching the walls of the maze and stuff like
4: that. He keeps taking us into the dead-end corners and shoving us into the husks.
1: Yeah, he said he was going to shuck our hair from our skulls.
2: Hey. You guys done asking this grown-up for help? Because they can see you the whole time. The corn (laughs) maids only comes up three feet. I was just saying, come out, come out, wherever you are, because it's kind of a classic bully thing.
1: Help us. Help us,
3: sir. I don't know if I'm supposed to be involved. You know, this is like a right of No, you're clearly not supposed to be
1: here at all. There's a sign at the entrance and the exit that says 10 years old or below so you're I not supposed to be in here and sp- I'm not unless supposed you to work be here. here you're a hero though but you could be a hero and make you're up redeem yourself
3: i i don't even know what i i don't you're know what,
4: what i want to be when i'm your age Neither. i don't want to be going to college parties or tailgating <laughs>
1: or football games <laughs> or
4: concerts or stand up comedy shows yeah. you don't, i don't, don't want to be out on the a library. date
1: i'd rather be with a some loser that i barely know you don't yeah. want
3: to yeah, you don't want to be me. Trust me, you guys should aim higher, like a lot higher.
1: But redeem yourself. Beat <laughs> uh, up this bully.
3: I'm. I'm not going to beat up the bully, but I'll. I'll all up this right, kid.
2: enough talking. You're going to beat <gasps> oh, up. Oh,
4: there he or is. Not? All right, hey, how'd you Mr. find us, Corona? Ah, he's got me by my collar.
2: My last,
3: no, Ow. Hey, hey, hey! All right, all right, I'm getting in between you guys. What? Oh. What's your name, bully?
2: Rabbit K. Huh. Travis. My last name is Kostanowicz. There's another Travis in my class, so I go by Travis K.
3: Travis K. All right. Great. Well, my name is Todd Isaacson. Lame. No, it's not lame, actually. It's, it's a very good name. It's a, I'm from a big family in Minnesota. Oh. Uh, Listen, I, what, Travis?
2: I was just going to say, I got a rough home life, so...
3: A That's club. the difference sorry.
2: between you and me. You have a big family, and I have a mean one. My family was
3: pretty rough. Okay, I, I, I've had my trials and tribulations. Now, now listen, I'm not going to beat you it up. It still doesn't
1: excuse being in the maze. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I just uh, I older blew the by the signs. I didn't. I didn't look at the signs. I. They're big signs. I guess they're the bigger. signs are higher than the maze itself. The maze I, should be made out of signs instead of corn.
3: I was so focused on the maze. I hope once I got into it, it would keep going and get bigger. But, but it didn't. That was silly. Well, now
2: you're here, so you got to play by ten year old rules.
3: What do you mean? I gotta, I gotta actually fight. Yeah, yeah fight him. Oh, he's got Beat him by cuffs. Uh, Travis. Travis, I kept, all right, Travis, I'm grabbing your arms. Don't do that. God, you're oh. quite strong, Travis. Good. <laughs> and he's good Thank at you. the base. So they
1: actually start fighting, and the other two kids get it all with their phones. They video it. <laughs> Ugh.
3: Take that, Travis K. Take that. Todd Isaacson says, "Pow!" Right in the stomach. That's where, you, that's where it hurts, pal. You think you got to go for the face because of cartoons, but you get him in the stomach. <laughs> that knocks the wind out of you. How old I, you?
1: At class on Monday, this, this video has become viral. There he is. That's the guy who beat up the 10-year-old at the 10-year-old maze. It's not just for 10-year-olds. It's 10 and below. So there were six-year-olds there. I invited him to the REM
4: concert. <laughs> but I, and he said he didn't want to go.
2: Whoa. Really? He had something better to do? Yeah.
1: Hey. Yeah. Why'd you beat up those 10-year-olds? I didn't, I didn't mean to.
3: I... Well, they needed to be saved. They needed a hero.
4: <laughs> Did so you I finish the maze? No, I couldn't figure it out. So you got like 10 feet into the maze and he kicked the <laughs> shit out of a kid, but you left? I can't, yes. I just
3: went back the way I came in. Weren't you
2: tall enough to see the, yes. where the maze ended?
3: I I, I couldn't. I kept, I would see it. And then when I would start to walk it, I would go the wrong way.
2: What was your costume?
3: I didn't have a costume. I I just. What? I didn't have a costume. I was wearing my Bloom County Anxiety Closet t shirt.
2: (laughs) That does sound scary.
3: Well, it's not a costume, it's just a piece of merch I have. I'm a big fan of the Bloom County comic strip.
2: Listen. That's what's scary.
1: (laughs) We go beat up townies at the car wash every Friday if you want to join us. But they're people our age were beating up, not ten year olds.
3: I'll, I'll go with you because I like hanging out with people. But I'm not. I don't <laughs> promise that I'm going to get into
1: a, a fight.
4: Car <laughs> wash is pretty the car tough to navigate.
1: I won't we get lost in the car wash. wash. All the bros are getting there, getting ready to go pick some fights. So make it the story. Townies. We're
3: college guys. We go to beat up the townies. Well, they they come here to beat us up too. Aren't we supposed to? Okay, we're beating up the town. We're just going into town and beating up the people who didn't go to college.
1: Yeah, it's not like the townies can come into college to beat us up. There, we got to beat right, them halfway so. at the car wash. I guess so.
3: Well, I, I don't need to get into a fight. Okay, I've had my. I'm just going to enjoy this car wash, enjoy the company of my new friends, <laughs> you guys.
1: It's like beep, going beep. to a bowling party and not bowling. Is that what you're saying?
3: Kind of. I mean, sometimes you just sometimes you go to things just for the hang.
4: Beep beep. Can you guys get out of the way The entrance to the car wash <laughs> What do you guys think
3: of this song What do you think of this Pretty good right
1: Hey this makes me not want to fight <laughs> Turn it off It's
3: jangly right
1: <laughs> ah, yeah. This makes me want to dance
3: That's Mike Mills right there
5: It's Kate Ooh. Pearson
3: These are all great singers
0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
4: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
0: Let's talk some more about that.
2: Um, I don't want to brag, but I have been to a pumpkin patch within the last two years. And <laughs> so I know about the most recent um Orn innovations. Mm. and it is like a giant pit made out of with a um, hay bale perimeter and it's like a mm. ball pit but it's dried kernels of corn and it was filled with children just kind of like blissing <laughs> out with the tactile sensations of it seems like it was like a kind of a catnip to them like it it seemed awesome
1: that does seem awesome yeah. i get in it but that does seem awesome so they're how, just
3: swimming around like a... How like deep a, it does it like go? Like a ball pit. And they Like neck
1: deep?
2: Yeah, but they were like fully laying in it, like sand at the beach and kind of <laughs> submerging <laughs> themselves and like, you know, like draining it from their fingers and just like they were sedated.
1: Out in the country, they call, come on up here. This is the new city girl. What's your name again?
2: Katrina?
1: Katrina, come on up to the top. This is Katrina. She's never gone silo jumping before.
2: No, I haven't.
1: If you're going to have a great time, Katrina.
4: Maybe I'll feel like ASMR for you.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The way that you guys are saying my name, it almost seems and like it's menacing, but it's not, right? You're oh. just... Okay. Wow, it's
4: just a country welcome. We're just yeah. trying to relate to you with unique sensory experiences that you people in the city seem to enjoy.
2: Oh. Thanks. That's so nice of you. Um, so this is like ASMR, you said?
4: ASMR.
1: Well, you get off on it, you know, in, in a sensual way, in a sense sense way. Sense, you know, sense. sex way. Really? But anyway, what we're gonna do appear to whoa, okay. we what we do is jump down in there into the corn silo, right? But don't get too deep. You'll Deans come sliding past out the
4: bottom, have an experience, a sort of blissful peace, peace
1: experience as you're I sliding can't... through
4: the silo, and then you'll come out at the bottom
1: by the hogs. It's okay. like the silo shitting you out, but yeah. you get to experience going through all the will... uh, corn kernels.
2: I didn't feel... realize that this is what. You guys were getting up to out in the country. Of
4: course, city girl. That's why well, people come out to see what we're up to.
1: More like oh. getting down to. The gravity will take you down there. But don't stick in the middle, like I said. Sometimes you'll get into that corn corn bliss and you don't want to come out but you got to keep moving keep moving down towards the hog trough.
4: you want me to go first? you want me to give it a shot? see how it's done? no one does it better okay here I go All right, I'll pop out down by the hogs in about 30-35 minutes
2: oh my god that's so long here I go wait does he need to be able to hold his breath for that long?
1: Well, you do take it in just the corn kernel dust is what gives you the high. But, yeah, you want to take a big suck of oxygen right before you go under the kernels. Right on. it will take, since you're a newbie, it might take you longer than 35 minutes.
2: Yeah, but mm, can I remind you, I'm like a really hip city kid. So we've been doing drugs since we were like 12. So I think I can handle a little corn dust.
1: All right. You're next.
2: Okay, here I go. She
3: slides down the silo into the corn, deep, right into the center. She's overwhelmed by a sense of bliss (laughs) and comfort, and she's lulled. And suddenly, a spirit animal appears to her. She has a a vision of a hog who approaches. (laughs) Hello, Katrina.
2: Hello, hog.
3: Please, call me Zephyrity. <laughs> okay,
2: Zephyridi. I'm an call ancient me Katrina. Hogs- what is it again? Katrina.
3: Katrina?
2: Yes. Where's the accent? I've never heard asked syllable before. syllable?
3: Katrina? Katrina? Katrina. Okay, in the middle. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm an ancient spirit here to guide you. You're on a quest, Katrina
2: Yes, I am We
1: quickly cut to the bottom of the silo At the hog trough It's been two hours She's been in there too long What the fuck She's been caught in the middle We cut back And you
3: see, that's why your mother Was never really mad at you But at society
2: I can finally forgive her
3: Now take the sword (laughs) And slay your older self Wow. Okay. Stab. Here's your older self, of a, a, a manifestation of your older self. <laughs> stab her.
2: Wow. It's it's like me, but in hog form.
3: Yes. This is a hog version of yourself. Stab it. Zephyrity commands it.
1: And, <laughs> and as she starts to stab herself and fight with herself, um, the good old boys have jumped back into the silo, and they they have rooted around in the corn and grabbed her and they're trying to bring her and pull out. her down. Come, Come on, girl! All yeah. oh, got in. You can't <laughs> Hulk stay got in. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hulk got into the silo, trying to trick you, confuse you. Come on out! Well, get Hulk.
1: Get um, back to get. her dream. She's, she's, um, struggling to win the fight against her old self. You're so being was, pulled
3: away. Keep killing yourself.
2: Zabrini, help me! I, I can't stand.
1: I can't. They think I'm devious.
3: They you don't trust not. me. No, please! <laughs> Keep fighting. You're Come getting on, pulled Hulk. away. Slop time. Oh, I got to go. I got to go to slop to be had. I got to go. I got to go, Katrina.
1: And the, we cut to the bottom slop. of the hog trough, and she she lands down in it, down in the mud. It's been Ugh. four hours. She's been in there. Nuts. She's whacked out of her mind. Katrina, can you hear us? Katrina.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah,
4: it it wasn't supposed to be a spiritual sort of thing. It really just felt like kind of nice rubbing. uh, Oh, that's not what I... Nice chill. That's
2: not what I had. Well, it's a hog.
4: Hog got in there.
2: Right. uh, A a hog spirit named Zephyrides made me stab my former self and explain to me about my relationship with my mother.
4: Yeah, that that, that wasn't supposed to happen.
2: Yeah. that wasn't supposed to happen, okay yeah, no.
1: drugs affect people in different ways, but uh yeah you you got a harsh, harsh corn silo slide a
3: hog that looks like Zephyriti comes up and just starts like sniffing around Katrina and just kind of bumping, but this hog's not talking, it's just being a hog he yeah. likes you,
4: yeah, he likes you
2: sorry this is i this i think i i think I know this hog I don't. Uh, yes yes the. Zef- Zephyrides, <laughs> sorry, this is awkward. You look like someone I know. Is your is your name Zephyrides? <laughs> no.
1: Well, okay, I was wrong. I didn't think I... a city girl would take to the hogs this quickly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, can I go back in? Do you have to wait a certain amount what of time. Oh,
4: you, know, you can hop right by. I mean, it's getting dark, but yeah, you can. We hop. cut
3: back to the city where <laughs> Katrina is working as part owner of a coffee co-op where all the customers are also owners and she's one of the organizers. So she's a barista, but it's one of these things where she's an owner, everybody's an owner. It's a very forward thinking (laughs) coffee shop. And the coworkers (laughs) have noticed a change in Katrina. Katrina, can I ask you something? Yeah.
6: Ever since you started
3: going to the country, you just seem like so much more centered
2: than I'm used to you being. (laughs) Yeah, but it does seem centered to you.
3: I don't mean to be rude, but I used to think that you were a total shallow bee. And now I don't anymore. I kind of admire you.
2: Wow. Well, a very wise hog once told me that if you find someone else to be shallow and a bee, that actually that means that that's how you feel about yourself. That's verbatim what this hog told me, word wow. for word, exact because syntax.
3: You remembered exactly no problem?
2: hmm yeah. And it's wow. crazy because I didn't really know what he meant at the time, and now I do.
4: Okay, I, I filled out, I'm sorry, I I, I filled out this I-9 and I, <laughs> I I photocopied my passport. Can I buy a coffee here now?
0: Human. To unlock the bonus scene, you must subscribe to the ad free version of the show, exclusively available at improvforhumans.com.
1: Brett, do you mind looking up a story? So sure. I can share it quicker than I probably could. Google Atlantis walking with sharks.
7: New video shows shark attack on 10 year old at Atlantis Resort. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we don't need to see the video, but do, can you read the story of what happened? Actually, I didn't know there yes. was a video. <laughs> Goodness gracious.
7: Sounds horrible. Um, Let's see. New video obtained by TMZ uh, captured the moment after a shark bit a 10-year-old Maryland boy who was on vacation in the Bahamas. The boy is seen frantically swimming to the surface as his leg bleeds, turning the surrounding waters a misty red. His father quickly jumps into the tank to help his son get to safety as sharks circle them. The attack occurred January 15th at a resort on Paradise Island. The boy was participating in a shark tank expedition when he was bitten on the right leg. Um, He's listed as stable. Uh... They were participating in the underwater encounter called Walking with the Sharks, run by an outside company, Blue Adventures, <laughs> by Stuart Cove. Once the little boy came down, it, was, it just kind of took a dark turn. We saw the sharks home, yeah. home in on him and then just like a pool of blood afterwards. Jeez, that's it.
1: So this is my question. <laughs> my family went to that resort like a month and a half before that Uh, last night, my wife was like, this happened. I was like, there was nothing called swimming with the sharks when we were, I'm like, and I bet her, I was like, I I don't believe that. And now that you set, read the detail that was an outside company, I'm thinking it wasn't there. when We were there. I'm like, I would have looked at that and gone. That's fucking nuts. And I ask you guys, would you ever do something like that, even if it was at a resort or whatever? Because you trust it when it's at a resort. You're like, oh, people do this all the time. I would, I would do anything. I'm an idiot for that stuff. Like if it's
3: if it's offered like in a systematic way, I'm like, must be all right. Doesn't matter how crazy (laughs) it sounds. I
7: think there's always the
1: first day of that systematic
3: thing.
7: (laughs) I think I kind of did do this in Cancun one time. There was like all these sharks in the shallow part of the ocean, and there's like. Like resort guys hyping it up and you could walk around with them and it just <laughs> seems, And I did it.
1: That sounds stupid. It
7: sounds so stupid and the whole time I'm thinking, how is this okay? Like these sharks are <laughs> huge. <laughs> <laughs> then, how is this I was okay? like, I was like, will, uh, where yeah. I'm just like, will they say it's okay? Like I'm they so wouldn't do basic. this if they're going to kill
4: me. I'm so basic with this stuff. It's like snakes, hate them, evil. Sharks, evil. Keep them away. Yeah. Alligators, no, thank you. Like yeah. it's just so obvious to me. It's like monster, go away. I want. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be anywhere near it.
2: Yeah, you're you're trusting your biological programming, like not asking any questions. You trust your bio your biology over a resort.
4: Yeah, and who wants to be near a shark for any reason? <laughs>
2: I mean, I if it were like a tub of great whites, I would be like, something doesn't seem right about this. But if it's like tiger sharks, aren't those much, 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 I much smaller? I think these were,
1: my my daughter was saying, they're just lemon sharks. So I think they were lemon sharks, whatever that is. That does sound nice. It's just a lemon shark. <laughs> they just eat lemons. <laughs>
2: So Sydney's stance was this little kid was asking for it. He was like, like, he must've done something wrong.
1: Like I said, we were fucking there. And they have a water slide where you go down the water slide and you go into this tube where you're surrounded by sharks. But you're in a fucking glass tube. And I thought that's what she was talking about. I'm like... No, they have that there. There's no no one would be dumb enough to have something. That I read. I'm like I'm fucking wrong. There's some fucking where you walk around with sharks.
2: I just googled lemon sharks. They're huge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh,
4: hey, good moment. afternoon. Uh, can I speak to the day manager, please? Uh, yes, I'm it's a, day a beautiful manager. lobby you got here. I love how you painted the ceiling blue, oh. like the sky.
3: Oh, thank you for noticing that. You got quite an eye for hotels.
4: Oh, thank you very much. Hi, my name's Lloyd Riviera. I'm a salesman for special events here at hotels.
3: <laughs> oh well, Lloyd, I got to tell you, we have some events that we're already pretty happy hey, with. Not yours. like
4: this. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? I like the cut of your. Listen, you seem like a li- busy guy. How about I give you the quick pitch?
3: Okay, I was talking to you, but sure, yeah, let's hear it.
4: You got some kind of body of water
3: here—a pool or uh, something? Oh, a pool. Water? I were right on the beach. Actually, oh, you we probably got, a- got
4: both. I mean, you're right here on the beach. It's a beautiful place. Right here place. On the beach. Yeah, we got a pool. Now imagine this: we <laughs> okay. fill it with critters, we put a tube in, kids go sliding through the tube. They see the critters up close, pop out what? the other side, and uh, you know, we we make a couple of bucks, you make a couple of bucks, and uh, you know, you get to have a, something more exciting than a pool going on. On for the day
3: lloyd what are you talking about do i shark, tube.
4: Tube? shark <laughs> tube in the pool lloyd? shark tube we bring the tube we bring the sharks we collect 30 percent of the tank for people who sign up and the kid gets to go sliding through a tube up close and personal with his favorite types of sharks
3: lloyd i gotta tell you the pool's pretty popular just as a pool people
4: yeah, really like people in there
2: Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Yes. Um. Do you have a kind of um? I've been in the pool all day. It's fine, but do you maybe have something more exciting and unique uh, as a vacation experience?
4: Oh, maybe, a little one.
2: I, maybe something from surrounded. the mouths of babes. <laughs> but maybe something shark related. Are I,
3: you a guest? Are you a guest here?
1: Uh, um. <laughs> we cut to the parking lot where the salesman's paying his uh, paying his nephew off. <laughs>
4: Here, here's a lollipop. Why don't
2: you go Thank enjoy Thank Mr. The- Riviera, Uncle Riviera, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to the next day. That kid and some other workmen—they—they um, they did close the deal on that, and they're trying it for the first time. The shark tube.
6: Oh, okay, nice. folks, you
1: can stay in the pool, but when they're bringing the tube around, you just got to move out of the way. We're just setting up something for something. We're gonna try it later in the afternoon. We can stay in the pool. Yes, just get out of the workman's way. Thanks. So how long are you guys going to take doing this? You'll be set up by, what, 1 p.m., I hope?
4: Well, we don't have as many workers as we did the last time we set up. So it'll probably <laughs> take about an hour, an hour, and 10 minutes to set up before my nephew can go through.
1: Okay. Oh, Might nephew be until tested 2. Out.
4: Might be until 2. Might be until 2. We need to set it up. And my son, my son's not here either, so it'll be my nephew's first time going through the tube.
1: Okay. And uh, so, when do you put the you put the sharks in the pool last? I assume because I need first. to tell my cust. What's that? We put
3: the first. sharks in first,
4: and then the tube. The sharks. The
3: sharks go around the outside
4: of the where tube. the tube
1: goes. Okay, you told me that my customers they could stay in yeah, yeah, the pool yeah, fine, up until. Fine,
2: Excuse sh- me, sorry to interject, picture it like a donut. The sharks will be swimming through what is the bread of the donut, and the humans um uh, go through the center. Uh, okay. I'd love to have one so that I can become an actual guest at this hotel, because I'll only do it if the shark is too works. Excuse yeah. me, Mr. Uncle Riviera, can I get another lollipop?
4: Yeah, here's another lollipop. Hey, He's a smart kid, he you hey, got a bright future. I hey,
3: no listen, sir, I know you're worried about your customers. They got nothing to worry about. These are lemon sharks lemon and sharks. another special breed called sweetie sharks. <laughs>
1: okay. I, I'm not a big a very shark non-threatening
3: guy. animals. They're cute little things. Like can, I, can I snakes. get a look
1: at them? Is that the big the tank over there?
3: Yeah, yeah, with, with the tarp over it. Yeah,
1: you can get, get a pixie. I can peek up, just lift up the tarp? Take a little tarp. pixie. Yeah.
3: Lift up the tarp and take a pixie at the lemon shucks and the sweetie shucks.
4: Try not to let them see you, but you can peek. Don't make eye contact.
1: <laughs> okay. See just, that a as l- just a corner of this tarp right here, and I just take a little peek. Take
4: a little pixie.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. Oh my god. Did you look at him? Did he see you? Don't make eye contact. Did he see you? <laughs> that was terrifying. Was that a lemon shark? That's or the sweet. lemon char.
4: Yeah. That's the lemon shark that ate my son.
1: That ate your son.
4: (laughs) Yeah. That you see how it says under new management? Yeah. Well, my son got his his son
3: used to own the place, but he got eaten by a lemon shark.
4: (laughs) I had to put it in my son's name for liability reasons.
3: But that ain't working no more. Now it's in his name. Lloyd Riviera.
4: Under new management.
1: All right. We cut to the funeral. We cut back to the funeral when uh, Lloyd Riviera Jr. Do you want to say something, sir, Mr. Riviera? Before we put him into the ground.
4: Oh, boy. All right. Hey, thanks everybody for coming. We really appreciate it. I uh, was not looking forward to this. What can I say? My boy, entrepreneurial, good boy, made a lot of the big decisions. We've been very upfront about that with all the various authorities who've come spoken to us about the business practices. He made a lot of the big decisions. Precocious, precocious boy, but he paid the price. And he paid the price for going through the tube too slowly. If you're too slow, they get you. It's as simple as that. And he knew that. We all knew that. You got to be fast going through the tube. And God, I'll miss him. Great kid. Great kid.
3: Figure lending LLC DBA figure. Equal opportunity lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org
0: Let's talk some more about that.
1: We never curse on this show, so I wanted to cut that off before okay, we just fair. went down a bad road there. I I can't I need to go blue.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, or sex scenes. it's my style. That's blue, yeah. Oh now, blue text- is just
3: sex scenes. Blue is not cursing. Oh, I guess, yeah. No, I
1: blue is both. just like. Blue is more getting sexy, cursing, right? I
3: thought it was just like lowbrow, raunch, right? I thought
7: it was
6: mm. all
3: manner of just like R rated stuff, but I've never thought about it. I thought it was I all guess manner blue is like of an old stuff Vaudeville too. term yeah. mm-hmm. for like Buddy Hackett sex jokes or something like mm-hmm. that. It doesn't R- work, blue. R rated,
2: but also like it So yeah.
6: my, my mind grips it. <laughs>
3: That's
1: what I always thought. For sure. Okay. We don't do that kind um, of humor.
3: Well, I'm sorry I dragged the show down. Not... That's that's my way. That's my way. It
1: seems like that's all we do when we have a like a really mellow musical guest on. They'll do like a really sweet, soft song, and then we do some fucking scene about eating Buddha. Shit. Get your
3: asshole off my lips,
5: or whatever. <laughs>
3: Some improv show I did forever ago, we can't do scenes on this because this will be too vile, but like it was Team Brooklyn Neal from way back in the day, but whatever. At the Johnny
4: Pineapple Theater.
3: Charlie Pineapple Theater. Charlie Pineapple. This (laughs) was the thing where like when Williamsburg first like became like the hot neighborhood, Kevin Mulaney, UCB Theater in New York was like, we have to like colonize that neighborhood. So we'll take anybody who's a UCB Herald team performer who happens to live in Williamsburg, make them a team and they'll do shows at this theater, trying to win people over to UCB improv. And I, I was on this team and we, it was really fun. It was kind of like unsupervised, no coaches, no teachers, just sort of like, and, but we would go super, we would swear a lot and do like dirty scenes and stuff. And so one night we are like, oh, we got to do better in improv. We got to like, try to like not do blues. We got to try to do a PG show just as a challenge And it was like the most vile. It ended with like somebody playing Jesus while being crucified, performing fellatio on Buddha. Like the most vile show I've like ever done. And we got off and we were like, we're supposed to not do that. We're like, oh, we had completely forgotten. That's right. Oh, right. Like a fever dream had overtaken us. We went so far. Oh, you're supposed to not do that. uh, It was fun in a way. It was fun in a strange way. Oh, and then I can't believe I'm still talking. You should just cut all this out, but um a in Williamsburg, in a like a pizzeria that was right by the Bedford stop that was kind of like a late night pizza slice joint. A woman came up to me and said, Hey, are you in that improv group that does those shows on Tuesday nights? And I was like, Yeah. She goes, Oh, I put you in my comic book. And she was like an alternative uh comic artist named Gabrielle Bell. And she would do she's one of these. She would do like diaries of her life. And so one of them was going to our comedy show. <laughs> but the comedy That's show cool. was her and the audience. Yes. And so we were like in her comic book. It was kind of fun.
2: And do you think that she like had speech bubbles? coming out of your I mean,
3: mouth. I, I saw it and it was her being like, I went to an improv show, which I normally hate. And the first half of it was so stupid. But then the second half of it was actually kind of funny. This one like, on Jesus going is. down
2: on Buddha. So I think <laughs> I'm in.
3: <laughs> so anyway.
2: It seems like you guys just, um, like that's how, that's how the muses wanted to speak through you. Like you got you got all the dirty muses, you know? Yeah. That's outside of your control.
3: Yeah, that's not normally my style, I don't think, except I'm on Improv for Humans or when I'm doing improv in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Then I go as dirty as I can.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's here again tonight, and she's definitely drawing during the show. And I, I peeked over her shoulder, and she's a good cartoonist just by getting a quick gander.
3: So she's drawing us?
1: Yeah, I saw a oh, how, drawing of looking? you for sure. How, like how are we being glasses.
3: represented? I mean, I, I you know, saw this stuff's supposed I to be I ephemeral and be kind of disposable. I know you say that at the top of the show. Yeah, I really let everybody know that this is temporary. You really lean into that. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to talk to her and ask her what I she's address. doing? What's that?
4: This is going to change the outfits that I wear, because I normally dress for sort of comfort and... You Me know, too. I, I I want to stand out from the black curtain, so I'll wear a, a color or something like that. But if I'm being drawn, I, I'm going to want a totally different wardrobe.
1: Yeah, we should bu- kind of have separate looks too. We all yeah. kind of dress the same T-shirt and the cargo same. We shorts. We make
3: ourselves stand out. Yeah. I'll be a pink guy. Hmm? I'll be pink. I'm going to wear a lot of pink. That's okay. all you're I'm- doing. Guys, guys don't wear pink, so that's a good way to stand out.
4: I'm going to wear a suit. I'm going
1: to, I'll just do vertical stripes, I guess.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, that's good. We'll, we'll be kind of separate.
1: We cut to the next show and the intro is extra long and they're kind of like posing around the show, around the stage. And so that's going to be the show. We will be taking suggestions. And remember, improv is. Here today, but gone tomorrow. Improv doesn't count.
5: That's
3: what we always say. It doesn't count and shouldn't be remembered. So (laughs) (laughs) can we get the backlight? Can we get a better backlight? Sorry, tech guy. Can you get the backlight to be a little more
1: balanced with the key light? Actually, I requested to just keep it the same, Tommy. I think I look better. With oh. the uh, stage uh, okay. lines.
3: Okay. 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 I, I see okay. that. I see that.
1: Okay. Isn't this with funny? How turn. the stripes sort of bend around the
4: contours of my arms as I <laughs> sort of <laughs> lean this way. You know the lines. It's like the yeah. sort of radio. It's like a Zen garden up and down my body,
1: soothing. And they cut to after the show where they're peeking out from the green room curtain. Oh man, she is going to town. <laughs> She's trying so much. I'm I
3: thought our show was, was okay, but I didn't think there was anything so...
0: It was good. It was good. It was, it was, it
3: was, it was, good. It was a fine
2: yeah, show. It was good.
1: Yeah. It's got to be the new look.
2: Oh, hey. I, oh, oh hey.
1: Hey. How's Hi. it going?
2: Oh, it's going great. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt your kind of host show, um, you know, breakdown. Not <laughs> at um, all. Yeah, I'm actually uh, a cartoonist. And I I actually drew you guys into my comic book. Oh,
1: wow. Oh, you have oh. your own comic book?
2: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Holy
1: shit.
2: Can I show you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, please.
2: So I actually drew you guys in all pats. Oh. oh. And you um, are wearing sweatpants because that's um, what I saw you in the first time that I saw you. Um, I know that you're into suits. Oh. You're wearing a suit tonight. But I kind of just, to me, your essence uh-huh. is sweatpants
3: mm mm-hmm. so, mine? Why is mine licking his crotch?
2: Because that's kind of your essence, just the way I see it. I'm just a cartoonist. So I kind of just like, yeah. whatever I see, you know. You're,
3: you're an artist.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some, I some, guess cats
3: do that. So that's not crazy for a cat to do that, I guess.
2: Well, but these are anthropomorphic cats. And that actually is the kind of human element for you that I saw for you personally that I was bringing oh, into this.
3: so licking my crotch is my human side?
2: Just kind of like your essence as I like imagined it.
7: Okay.
4: Uh, and I'm sitting on a, a, a human toilet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, cats can be trained to do that, but in I've this heard that. instance, right. In this instance, that is is kind of the anthropomorphic. Um, you individually, just kind of your vibe. Just kind of playing around with that.
3: In your drawing of our show, there's a sign above the stage that says the assholes. Yes. Well, that's kind not a- the name of our group.
2: No, that's just like a cheeky thing because it's kind of like um, you guys all have them as parts of your body, but also you—that's kind of the personality type, just as your uh, your ensemble.
4: Cats pretty famously.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
3: our group name is Don Nichols.
4: Yeah, that's the name we picked.
3: Right, we thought of it for a long time, and we finally arrived at Don Nichols.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I'm in law school.
1: Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. yeah. We, cut, cut, to you
1: we for cut to the green room before the oh. next uh, show next Tuesday. She's out there again. And frankly, I don't fucking like it. She made I'm us, she's humiliating us and make us look like fucking literally assholes. Let's yeah, tell
5: her and she can't I don't,
1: watch the I show.
3: I rarely lick my crotch in a show. I've done it maybe once.
1: She's making us look dumb, man. Can't we say we have the right? refuse our do comedy
4: a, to you? Can we get like a bouncer intern? Or?
1: We
3: can't afford a bouncer. We're only charging two dollars a ticket.
4: <sighs> I, don't I just don't I'll, like I'll, it. I'll, I'll go talk to her. I think we. I mean, we we rent the theater to do this. I think we I have say the we
3: right to say we just do the, the show service. and talk to her after. I, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not ashamed of our work. I'm not ashamed of our work. No, me neither. I don't. Okay, hey,
2: great show, guys. That was awesome. Hey, how's uh, it thanks going? Thanks
1: for coming back. Yeah, thanks.
2: Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. Um, you know, I mean, as co-owner of the theater, I am. I'm really happy to support the. You
4: co-own the theater?
1: When did that happen?
2: Yeah. Do you guys not?
4: No, we just rent the the, the space for we the just hour. Rent
1: it and perform. It's a.
2: It's a co-op theater, so um yeah. And,
3: yeah, but I just thought that was the business. But you're stri- paying
2: to be here, right? You rent it. Yeah, in, yeah. yeah. You're giving you're...
3: money to rent it. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, you you're paying in in one twenty fourth to be here.
3: For right. We yeah. paid in. We bought time slices, and we cut right. to a
1: rehearsal. And I had my lawyer look at it, and we can't. We have to now perform there every Tuesday for the next three years. What? it's part of this co-op we agreed to I I knew Why would I should they have read want all that, that they stuff. want
3: an improv group every Tuesday so Us, I don't even the think space. they
1: I think they use it for the comic book money
4: <laughs> they that woman sells essentially comic books full of caricatures of every show that ends up on stage there. Well,
3: it's funny that you say that there's multiple comic book artists who are coming to the show. Like they all need ideas and they're coming to our improv
1: show. Don't you see underground comics are about neurotic losers. Every one of them are in some way or another. And they're just looking for characters from our world, us. They're
3: using us for our personalities. So they're not coming for our improv comedy. They're coming for us as archetypes. Yes.
2: So then this one says, um, as you can see, um, they're using us for our personalities. And you watch this backstage, um, you know, oh, they're using us for our archetypes. He's kind of the angry one. He's so angry.
0: What What's is your opinion?
1: opinion? Speaking of T V shows, I texted Will this morning. Cause I've been watching my wife and I've been watching True Detective. Have y'all been watching? I know Will I've has. been
3: watching it, yes.
1: Neil then. No. Hillary. Help. Brett. Yes. Yeah. You seen all three episodes? <laughs> I have. And when we release this, it'll be more episodes in, so this won't be a spoiler at all. Yeah, so but we're
3: allowed to say whatever we want.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Pretty much. What do we know? I, I, will, I won't spoil After three them. episodes, there's nothing yeah. to know. Yeah. Uh, but just a few things. So Jodie Foster's character, she's one of the detectives, one of the true detectives. <laughs> I like the character trait that she fucks everybody in town yeah. and every town around.
7: <laughs> yeah, the sex scenes are very like upsetting. Like, they're,
5: well, they're just
3: they're, sort of out of nowhere. It's like, yeah, somebody just like, hey, are we gonna do that thing? And then they're just like humping real loud. <laughs> it's yeah, like, wait,
1: was that also Jodie that Foster? Like- great acting because she doesn't strike me as she fucks everybody in town. But that's why yeah. she's an actor. But <laughs> she's not selling me on. She plays fantasy football. I will tell you that. <laughs> This is what I want to talk about, though, Brett. What do you think I texted Will about?
3: I had no idea when you texted me. You were talking about True Detective. I was like, "Why is Besser texting me about True Detective?" I could not. And then you told me why. It's very funny to me, and I should have. I should have known. Oh my
7: god, I have no idea.
3: <laughs> um, There's a song playing in the so first it's related episode. To our other podcast, Brett. That we that you and I do.
7: Oh, of course, of course, of course. I know this. Because uh, cause Twist and Shout keeps coming up.
1: Yes. The Beatles yes.
7: version of Twist and Shout.
1: So, dear listeners, this isn't like a spoiler because we have zero yeah, idea. I was thinking
7: of both of you during that every time.
3: Thank you,
1: Brett. <laughs> yes. You should have thought of me, but he didn't. I was not
3: thinking of Matt Besser. I was thinking of John Lennon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should think of me every time Twist and Shout comes I should. On. You're right, though.
7: I should. <clears throat> you should have thought of me, too. Yeah. You should think yeah. of Brett. You're
3: right. And me. Yeah. <laughs> So, in the show, like there, uh, this is a non spoilery thing. There's a murder or murder or some sort of crime weird thing that is revealed in the first episode. And the season is going to be figuring that out. But at the scene of the crime, the scene from Ferris Bueller is playing where Ferris is singing Twist and Shout in the middle of the parade. And that, for some reason, is on a loop at the crime scene. So the whole time they're investigating this song is playing in the background. Sort of a weird juxtaposition. This like happy silly song while this mm-hmm. very gruesome scene is being investigated. And it's come
7: back right? as sort of a dreamlike yeah. so, like part so of the whenever the cops are thinking
3: about
1: the yeah. case, like twist and shout will sometimes play. That's reality, what I right? don't understand. You say dreamlike. They in well, yeah, the, in the, the show it's not in a dream. They think they hear
7: it. They think they hear it. That's right. Well, that's but just, it's, it's just, sort of hallucinatory. We don't know what it, is a psychedelic dream or almost. what
3: might be supernatural yeah. or what is sort of like,
1: so, you know. So let's pause right here. We're three episodes in. <laughs> and when we finish this season, we're going to have Will Hines back, Brett. <laughs> But right now... Can I just tell
3: the context of this, just in case people don't know Go for it.
1: I thought we did, but go for it. What did we miss?
3: (laughs) I mean, the context of you and me. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we did... Me, Well, me and Brett Morris are part of a podcast called Screw It. We're just going to talk about the Beatles. Plug. But we just talk about the Beatles. Besser had me on as a guest where he insisted... That Twist and Shout was the worst Beatles song <laughs> ever, uh, which even as a joke, I could not yes and or abide. Yeah, it's still such an insane thing to say. I would not play along. I don't like it. Uh You don't like it either, Neil? No. And then I've debated wow. Besser's Daughter about the quality of Twist and Shout as a song. And I think by judging from Reddit comments was soundly beaten in that debate. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Although I did not realize I was going to be debating,
1: I think that was more JoJo Siwa versus the Beatles. But yeah, JoJo yeah. Siwa versus the Beatles. I mean, well, you Twist lost defending
3: the Beatles. Period. I was defending the Beatles versus JoJo Siwa, and I was mm-hmm. out debated. <laughs> uh, anyway, notice Jodie Foster's character.
1: Me. Well, yeah. to add to my to add to my side of the debate on Twist and Shout, Jodie Foster's character turns off that Ferris Bueller. Scene, and she goes. I hate the Beatles. Yeah, that's right. Or, or does she say I'm not a fan of the Beatles? What does she say?
3: I think she's- something like that. She's like not a fan. Like, like she I don't. Basically, get
7: it.
1: says she hates the Beatles. Yeah. Based on <laughs> hearing Twist and shit. yeah. So I thank mean, you. So that 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 well, <laughs> that's what happened. And now everybody. So now, right now,
7: she could not tolerate that song playing.
1: Yeah, like so. Right you. now, the three of us. And Hillary and Neil, if they want to, even though they haven't seen it, just based on what they've heard, get, we will give our, 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 what we think the reason is everyone hears twist and shout in the show. Okay,
3: I have, I have a theory. Okay, Obviously just it. a theory because we don't know how it's going to turn out.
1: Should I go first?
3: Yeah, Yeah. My theory is that twist and shout is a representation of the force of good in the world. And it is God <laughs> trying to broadcast hope into this bleak scene. And then at the end, when they find out who the evil person is and catch them, Twist and Shot will play triumphantly. And it'll be like in the final montage of the show is like a happy song. Ugh. God, I think it's, so it's going to be good versus evil. It. It's a very good versus evil, like Twin Peaks kind of
1: supernatural <laughs> things are in play. Can I ask you and all of you, Supernatural, is that part of the world, a true detective? I thought there was Supernatural in the first season and they debunk it and they're like, it's not that, it's humans. It's not, you want it to be Supernatural. The first season, yeah, it looked like
3: it was going to be Supernatural. It ends up all just being...
1: Real serial killers. So, can I watch a show where it'd be like watching Law and Order and all of a sudden there's magic? You'd be like, What? Wait a minute. There's no magic in the world of Law and Order. That's our world.
4: (laughs) There's a couple of magic
1: episodes of Law and Order.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sam Waterston believes in Santa at the end of one, like, looks up at the sky (laughs) out the window. Well, (laughs) I think the twist and shout is just as simple as work it on out. They're just working it out. (laughs) (laughs)
7: I'm thinking maybe just like the victims were literally twisting and shouting in the ice.
1: (laughs) But why does, but that makes it why it'd be the soundtrack to the show. But why does Jodie Foster hear it in her fucking refrigerator? Okay. Non-supernatural
3: theory is that twist and shout. That not supernatural forces, but people, because of like a virus or something, are being brought into an ecstatic state where they are screaming and losing control of themselves and leading to their deaths, which that that could be true based on what we've seen.
1: Yes, but why? that does make sense to everything you said, but why Twist and Shout?
3: Well, Twist and Shout is sort of just like, in this non-supernatural theory, it's just like a motif that represents... Kind of ecstasy, Mm. like old school religious speaking in tongues, ecstatic. Yeah, mass
2: hysteria. Yes, um, yes. As depicted in the Ferris Bueller scene uh, of the parade and the synchronized dancing on the float. Mm, And I, I, again, who haven't seen a single episode of the show True Detective ever, but have heard probably one NPR piece about the current season. <laughs> so knowing that it takes place in Antarctica. Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. And that's right. They got it wrong in the NPR um, piece. I'm remembering. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. In Alaska. And I know that the crime is, has to do with, with, fro- with frozen.
7: <laughs> yeah. People being frozen. With frozen. <laughs> yeah. With
2: frozen. Yeah. And so I think that, um, that it's a uh, neurological uh, trauma response that Jodie Foster is experiencing because in her side of her refrigerator it's very cold, frozen.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> nice Hillary. Well, that does Again, make sense.
2: Haven't seen haven't seen any of it. So
5: twisted chat
3: represents Whoa. ultimate goodness and it's God talking to go- Jodie Foster. the <laughs> Beatles yeah. <needles> are good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brett, what's your theory? <laughs> Hillary's the best so far. Yeah. I- I
3: know. I
7: feel like you actually just solved it. But um, yeah, I I, th- I was going to say that I think twist and shout or the Beatles must have been playing. There must have been a part of some trauma for uh, Jodie Foster.
1: But more than her, she's not the only one who hears it. The other detective hears it out on the ice in the night. Oh, that's true. Yeah, again, oh, yeah, I think it's multiple people. So mass hysteria, Wills is a drug, I'm going to go with what I really think it is, but I'm going to go with my wife's theory, which I also thought of, but I think it's bad writing (laughs) and it doesn't make sense. (laughs) And it is going to be David Lynchian and like, oh man, these things never fucking tied up. But, uh, this is the Manchurian candidate. Uh, uh, that somehow that somehow that the these scientists have brainwashed them to have twist and shout as the trigger song mm-hmm. to make you do something <laughs> or activates the drug or something
3: My right. I mean my real theory is that there is a virus in play. They were scientists and they unlocked some weird virus
1: okay but still that doesn't explain th- hearing the song. I have to admit
3: even as a huge fan who's defended it, too much on this show I thought it was just decoration I, I, I wasn't thinking it was going to be like
1: But they're not j- j- I'm trying, I'm beating a dead horse But they're not playing it as a soundtrack The, right. characters, the characters actually hear it
3: Yeah. Yeah
7: So maybe it's just There's a little radio buried under the ice Somewhere
1: <laughs> Oh yeah. my god And somehow it reverberates So you can yeah. hear it all around town <laughs> Oh, why would it just be that over and over again? That's weird, too.
7: I remember in the first season- Maybe the original Beatles are frozen. (laughs) They uncovered the Beatles. It's a live performance.
3: The actual Paul McCartney and still alive John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah. The Cavern. The Cavern Club. The Cavern Boys. I remember the first season being disappointed that it wasn't supernatural. Like- The first half of the season seemed like there was some freaky deaky stuff going on. And then it ends up being like, no, just a dude killing people. But the other, the
1: other way to say that is you're into a detective show that any mystery detective that's really smart. And then all of a sudden it's just super, once you introduce supernatural, it's like, well, supernatural, anything can happen.
2: Right. But a lot of people felt that way when they introduced magic into law and order and then everyone (laughs) (laughs) kind of came around. Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, Adam, it's not one of those things. It's <laughs> a cut and dry state lines. He was on the New Jersey side of the Lincoln Tunnel. All and the right. next week, it would be like, you think it's the, the elves?
1: <laughs> so we we cut to a, a Lincoln. It's the other side of the Lincoln Tunnel. And it's a crime scene and some new detectives. Um, and the head has been severed from the body. It's completely And it's completely missing. Uh, There's no blood and no trace of what you would normally see when something's cut. It just looks like it just disappeared as if by magic.
2: Looks like the body was decapitated. But where is the head?
3: Yeah, that's one theory.
4: It's a clean cut. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Looks like he didn't suffer much. That's the best thing I can say about it.
1: Yeah, but it's our our job to close the case. And we can go look for a lot of clues and interview a lot of people. But doesn't this just seem like magic?
4: What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Rodriguez?
1: I was thinking
3: that King Arthur came back from the dead with the blessed sword Excalibur, chopped off this guy's head. The magic sword Excalibur instantly cauterized the wound, so no blood came out.
4: Is that part of the mythology, Arthur? The matter of Britain. I've Isn't he coming it. back at Britain's hour of need? Why would he come back and kill somebody on the Maybe Jersey that's line now. Of Tunnel?
3: Maybe that's now. And he still thinks that America's part of the British Empire. We were never meant to go back. And we we cut to the to station
1: later and uh, the detectives, uh, the family's in the next room and they're a little upset that we're not investigating the crime anymore. We've just closed it due to King Arthur jumping back into a time portal.
2: I don't understand it. It's like, is that even part of the mythology? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, there we're was- learning more and more things about Arthurian mythology uh, every day. So you can't just okay. put a period on it.
2: It just don't, it doesn't make any sense because I saw her yesterday. She was alive yesterday, and he's supposed to come back in Britain's hour of need. So it just, none of it makes any sense.
4: Hey, Lieutenant, I got a call back from Scotland Yard. The crows are <laughs> still at the Tower of London. If it were Britain's hour of need, the crows would have left. Almost certainly. Yeah. God Damn
1: it! That means we're gonna have to open back up this case. That's
3: the best piece of evidence that it's not King Arthur yet.
1: Um, We could
3: interview some people and sneak around for some evidence, but maybe it's the Vorpal Blade—the Vorpal Blade from Alice in Wonderland, the magic sword that goes snickety snack and can chop anything. The walrus was uh, talking about it to Alice.
1: That's probably it. I don't know why we didn't think about that the first time. A Vorpal sorry, blades, man, the ultimate
3: we... <laughs> weapon, snickety snack can cut through anything.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, are you guys supposed to be kind of <laughs> coming up with these theories in front of me.
1: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I if that's go... a theory. That seems like a solid case closer right there. Sorry about the whole Arthurian new mythology we were. Yeah, like, we were that was a boondoggle. <laughs> now this but, is a
4: uh, this is a Lewis Carroll. Sort of rhyming fly defense. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I don't. I, and again, you don't think that it's just um, kind of like classic, like ex-boyfriend.
4: <laughs> did she have an ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Whoa. Did
3: he? Ha- did he have a history of violence, or was he an angry person?
2: He was incredibly angry. Yeah, they were in couples therapy about it.
1: Huh. Uh, does he mm-hmm. have a sword collection or good with blades or a butcher?
4: Uh,
2: does that, the katana count? I, I don't know.
1: Hold on, yes.
4: Lieutenant. Wasn't it the Queen of Hearts who set off with people's heads in Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's darn right. That's Might gotta have been be the it, Queen that of bitch. Hearts who did this.
2: No, sorry. I thought that we were just. Um, <laughs> I can give you his contact information.
3: No need. <laughs> I think we've got our- We got
4: it. The Queen of Hearts. Well, we could talk to him. He could corroborate. Whether he was at the tea party (laughs) or if it was his own birthday.
1: We cut cut to outside this guy's apartment. You hear him inside yelling and screaming, and there's like uh, heavy metal music on. Yeah! (laughs) Fuck! People! Sorry! (laughs) Yeah! NYPD, (laughs) we'd (laughs) like to ask you a few questions. All right. One second. One second. I'm going to get my robot.
6: Uh, What is it? What is it? What
1: do you
4: guys want? You got any kind of whimsical rhyming weapons in here, sir? Huh? (laughs) Do you have any fan? Have you had any fanciful experiences lately where you've gone somewhere sort of topsy-turvy or Uh, sort of undulating fantasy land with a lot of wordplay and goofs?
3: (laughs) Well, I had somebody in my life who was, delusional but i
1: took care of that problem and what do you mean by take care uh,
3: i don't think i'm going to be any more clear than that to some pigs but let's just say i um chopped the top off of my problem
4: <laughs> curiouser and curiouser <laughs>
0: Crap
1: on YouTube. Humans. Brett, do you mind playing that crap on YouTube? And we will uh, probably end with that. Dwight David Honeycutt for Conway School Board. This is 14 years ago.
6: Hi. (laughs) I believe test scores must be higher. I believe we must educate our youth to be capable citizens of the world. I went to this school. (laughs) It's time for class. Do you know where your children are? My name is Dwight David Honeycutt, and I've put together this five-minute video to let you know why I need to be elected to the Conway School Board. This skips a rock. Like, right there. Board. One skip. School board. I weighed fourteen pounds. When <laughs> I was born. Jesus. My mama had sixty-four hours of labor, and she pushed so hard she shot a turd and knocked off the doctor's glasses. Uh, I'm strong like a bear. I can lift hundred pounds right up over my head. I can palm a basketball. <laughs> I'm a friend of babies. Whoa. I was an army hero. Hero I like kites. <laughs> and I love other cultures. <laughs> Donde está el baño? Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. I grew up in the Conway school system. They wouldn't hire me as a teacher, so who better to shoot you straight? Ooh. When they said I couldn't teach because of previous incarceration. I became Uh, the star of a local children's show. We uh played games and sang songs, and I didn't even mind taking direction from a black. What the fuck? I like... crossbows. (laughs) What? ATVs! Birds of Prey. (laughs) He's got a big whiskey. father used to call me a failure. Failure? Failure! failure. I can fly any plane known to man. I can captain any ship under a hundred tons. <laughs> I once busted a zero-gravity Orbis fly rod, catching 30 peacock bass in four and a half hours. I have the biggest dreams and the strongest hands in this goddamn state. <laughs> oh hell, I'm not perfect I've got this in my dick What? what? I don't recycle
1: <laughs>
6: Anything else? I made up with a dude He
1: <laughs> keeps surprising us, right?
2: <laughs> so sweaty He's really sweaty I
6: stole my granddaughter's ADP medicine <laughs>
1: what is up with this is this supposed to be funny yes it's supposed to be funny
4: 15 years ago
6: my favorite movies are gladiator in the line of fire and friday John F Kennedy said all someone needs is the willingness
1: okay can you stop so
2: this is comedy on purpose yeah And there's a full two minutes left just so that all the listeners know.
1: Well, he had me going for a while then. (laughs) Does it say that, Brett, in the comments that it's fake or not?
7: Not that it's like outright fake. Like it might be this guy's actual local political campaign video, but he's obviously trying to be.
4: The username's the guy's real name and it seems like he's trying to manufacture a Winnebago man sort of viral Yeah. Situation in the kind of in the Tim and Eric heyday (laughs) of montaging people who really aren't camera ready into an extended uh, self-referential sketch.
2: Those old photos of him looked like actual old photos of him, which is an interesting puzzle piece. Yeah.
4: Including on set at the kids show, which is. Yeah. Yeah. If I were an old guy like that with that accent at that time and I saw Winnebago Man go viral the way it did in the early days of video on the internet, I'd be very tempted to try to make that happen for myself if I was a strange old creep.
2: And I think I it's be. like us his son or something. His son had a wild hair to try comedy and <laughs> I think
7: I think he really did run for that school board.
2: Really?
3: Okay, so I'm just, my immediate research here, it's a real campaign video, but his nephew was helping him film it, and his nephew was, like, (laughs) pitching all these weird ideas, like, why don't you smoke this bong, why don't you say that you made out with a dude, why don't you admit all this stuff, and the guy's like, I just went with it, like, I thought it was BS to hide these weird sides of me. that makes more
1: sense, because I was like, this guy can't be this good an actor.
2: Wait a second, so it was, (laughs) okay, right. So is so uh, are those supposed to be real things that he did? Like, did he make out with a dude? No, that was his nephew's invention. But smoking a bong is real for him. Did he steal his granddaughter's ADD medication? Tip.
3: I don't know what his nephew's I don't know what was his nephew's contribution or what's real.
2: Yeah, because my problem. I bought the, the moment-
1: peacock bass. I buy the. I have like when he was doing the. I can palm a basketball. I just feel like this guy's just going to show us everything he can
2: do. But do you believe? I believe that his mother shot during labor. I do not believe that that the turd shot over the doctor's. Yeah,
1: head.
2: <laughs> and no, knocked off problem.
1: his glasses. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> I love that. that's the only one you don't believe.
2: That's the only <laughs> one I don't believe. <laughs>
1: Doctor, my, there's here's a, a there... quote
3: from the honeycut guy. My son of a bitch nephew, Ronald, I knew what he was doing. Like I said, I drink a little and pretty soon he was asking questions about my sex life and putting a didgeridoo in my hand and I went with it. <laughs> uh, and even after he didn't win the election, he kept doing public appearances.
1: Doctor, there's a reporter here that wants to interview you about a baby that you delivered. many years ago
4: all right yeah i've i've got a few minutes i've got i've I've got a little bit of a break here sure okay hi what can i do for you
1: so i'm looking into some rumors from the new candidate well actually something he puts in his campaign ad new candidate i'm sorry the, the politician Oh, I should have specified. You're probably going to think congressman or president or something. No, for the school board, the local school board. There's an ad going around okay. that claims that there was a delivery many years ago here where a woman was in labor for. Let me check my notes. 64 hours, Whew. and yeah. okay. it lasted so long that at one point she strained so hard she shot out a turd. Okay. Which knocked off a doctor's glasses, and I have tracked it down and traced it to this hospital, and you being the... Yeah.
4: Okay, well, I'm not allowed to comment on the medical history of any individual patient, including a child who's just been born, but I can tell you generally, yeah, that happens.
1: It happens a lot that...
4: Happens often enough after and a labor- long labor... After a long labor, my eyes get tired, so I put on my actual spectacles instead of wearing contact lenses. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes after a long labor like that, it, the there will be a bowel movement, and it'll sort of shoot out and ping off my spectacles, and my spectacles will crack or fall on the floor, and I'll, it's you know, it's a slippery, it's a slippery situation. So I'll <laughs> sort of fumble around on the ground trying to get my spectacles. I'll put them back on upside down or. <laughs> Otherwise, have them smeared with fecal matter or other medical fluids or mm-hmm. We cut to a or-
2: different doctor's office, same reporter. Uh, well, of course, you know that I am not at liberty to divulge any yes. uh, patient's information. That's mm-hmm. uh, I'm not able to do that. But what I can tell you is that roughly in the time period that you're asking about, I did treat somebody in the medical professional, uh, in the medical profession for conjunctivitis, um, which is more commonly known as pink eye.
1: That comes from E. coli being in someone's eye.
2: I cannot help you draw any conclusions I can. Would only it be possible to have age. that
1: with your glasses on? Or is it possible that a woman could be in labor, pop out a turd and it go directly into a doctor's eye? Is that possible?
2: Again, my understanding of the situation as you asked about it is that a turd that, again, I cannot comment on for any individual patient, pinged off a pair of eyeglasses. We, cut to,
4: a, we cut to a labor uh, lawyer's uh, office. Well, of course, I can't speak to any clients I may have had in the past. Of course. Yes, um, that would be considered a workplace injury (laughs) and a long-term disability if someone was pinged in the eye by a piece of human feces and uh, through the E. coli in the feces, they got pink eye. Yes, and and I have represented someone that that's happened to against the hospital group, and I had brought in another doctor, very pleasant, friendly doctor, who came to testify to the facts of that matter in a uh, court proceeding.
1: So that's yes that did happen.
4: It may or may not have.
3: We cut to a tarot card reader. <laughs> now I'm um, I'm not allowed to divulge the readings that any that I give any clients. That's personal that information of the client. Well, that's a code that I follow. Okay. It's a personal reading, but um I will say that occasionally when you're giving a reading, the turd card comes up. It's rare. It's one of the rarest cards in the tarot deck. But when the turd card comes up, that person or somebody that person loves has had some farcical business with the turd occur. I can't confirm if that was anybody in this town or on the day that you're asking about. But I can confirm that I've had it happen with some clients.
1: And we cut to a, a convenience store that sells uh, baby wipes. Are Really? A convenience store? You can't tell me who was in here?
2: Sorry, we're not at liberty to divulge any information of any individual customers. It's against our oath. You can't tell me some guy came
1: in here, shit covered eyed, need to buy some baby wipes. That seems like a funny story to get passed around the clerks here.
2: I mean, I can't tell you that, um, but I I can point you in the direction of a specific VHS security tape that we have kept uh, behind the counter for many years. (laughs) If you happen to be around when- when we cut to the
1: Congress, the the guy running for school board in his own home, watching an ad by um, the- Person up against him on school board, and it shows how he lied. It shows this slow motion footage of his. Um, of it has both the the doctor walking into the convenience store to buy baby wipes with a shit covered eye. It has it has it has uh, footage of the doctor without glasses getting shat in the eye. Nuts. Well.
2: Mr. Uncle Lloyd Riviera, this was the best I can do, not having any video experience. That'll be five lollipops. And
1: sane humans. Holy shit, Hillary brought it back around. Neil Casey, tell us about this podcast you're doing lately. Plug it, Uh,
4: I am uh, uh, doing a podcast with uh, Ike Barenholz and Lisa Gilroy. Uh, It's the next in the lineup of the um, uh, podcast that uh, Amy Poehler is producing over with Paper Kite. Um, uh, it's uh, it's sort of a parody of the blowhard male um, podcast host who's coming for redemption into mainstream society after having messed up in the past. And I pay his play his best friend, the professor, uh, his longtime buddy from stand up, who uh, he drags along uh, to every project he does. And it's very funny, and uh, I recommend people listen to it wherever you listen to your podcasts the Chris Chapman do-over
1: is funny Will I'd like to plug um, screw it we're
3: just going to talk about the Beatles podcast I do with Brett Morris and a couple people now you might say boy do we need any more documentation of the band the Beatles and our podcast is here to say yes uh, so come listen to us talk about the Beatles and all Beatles news and insights. We're about to do an episode on the recently released Red album, the greatest hits, which they've released a remixed version of. We will be discussing the remixed versions <laughs> of songs that you already know. That's the first album <laughs> I
1: had was the Red. Meet one. Me too. Yeah, me too. Album for a lot of people. Okay, Hillary, tell us where we can find you.
2: I am up with Sentimental Lady. I think it's the first Thursdays at UCB at 7 p.m. And with Queen George, the second Fridays at UCB at 8.30 p.m.
1: That's awesome. Brett, we've been talking about the 40 Fan Initiative. If I can get 40 subscribers in a city, I will go do Improv for Humans there and do a workshop there. Um, so New York and LA, we already seemed to have that. Chicago seemed very, very close to that. That wasn't surprising. But um, after that, did you did you notice? Did you look? You sent me the breakdown. Did you look yourself?
7: I t- uh, yeah, I took a look. It looked like Austin. Did you there see was a bunch of people?
1: That also was not surprising. But um, I guess it was Seattle and Portland that I think were very close. More close yeah. than Austin, actually. So, Seattle and Portland, get it going. I'd love to return there. Portland was very nice to me for my stand up special. <laughs> also, Boston, um, very close to 40. So, get it going there.
7: Yeah. And by the way, if you refer, you can give people a referral link for your subscription to improfforhumans.com. And if you get four people to sign up, your own subscription is discounted.
1: That's great. That sounds like something an improv group should do. Because we are not just presenting Improv for Humans with a bonus episode. Ad-free. We also have two other feeds on BehindTheImprovForHumans.com paywall. One, the best taste in the universe. That's more whimsical and me giving out music and sci-fi stuff I'm into. But the meat is in the Professor Besser feed. Where we just had a greatest comedy of all time podcast, we talked about Norman Lear and Tommy Smothers. We've had some answering the Humans podcast, where, where we've discussed, discussed or debated with uh, Mister Will Hines mm-hmm. the the future of the Herald. What what have, has there been any other major declarations, Will, since we last discussed? The last uh, op- one was uh, are dead. Openings, openings are, are dead. dead. No, we 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 we've talked nothing, about
3: that. Nothing I guess nothing new since then, but more is coming. More more revelations will be coming.
4: Openings are dead. <laughs> we don't need openings. <laughs> openings, yeah, are yeah. Need <laughs> openings
3: are dead. <laughs> you need
1: openings are dead. You need them. And um, Yeah, it's crazy talk, man. It's crazy
3: yeah. talk. I guess you know the next thing will be how clowning gets integrated into improv. I think that's the next big movement. <laughs> yeah.
5: hmm. Okay.
7: Can I give a uh, personal plug? Here Of too. course, bro. Of course. Always. Yeah. Um the movie Destroy All Neighbors just came out. You can watch it on Shudder. And I think there might be a few screenings in theaters too. I uh composed the score, did the whole soundtrack cool. with my That's buddy great. Ryan. It's a prog rock based splatter comedy. There's lots of practical effects in goop and puppets and prosthetics, and it's it's a lot of fun. I think fans of the show would like it.
1: Wait a minute, what's oh. it called again?
7: Destroy All Neighbors on Destroy Shetter.
1: All Neighbors. Check it out. And Keeping Human.
0: Improv for Humans is produced by Matt Besser and Brett Morris. Please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. For ad free archives, bonus scenes from the new episodes, exclusive Discord access new deep dive podcasts into the craft of improv plus music and sci-fi bonus shows and premium limited series go to improvforhumans.com and sign up for the roll of four plan only four dollars a month or forty dollars a year by subscribing you are giving us the ability to pay our brilliant guests and giving us all a platform for more interaction and lots more comedy